Hello, everyone, and welcome to Chits and Chat. I am Kaz Gable. And I'm Alex Cruzy. And today we are going to don our medieval battle gear and go into a head-to-head competition with the board game The Duke, which is... That, which I love the way they name it because it, it's like basically like a chess game, but they go out of their way to be like, but we're not chess, so don't it's call not us chess that. at all. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> like even when you're in check, you're in guard. So I, I oh, is that what it's called? I never knew. I'm always like, um, Duke mate. I have like no <laughs> Duke <right>. mate. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they they tell you to call it guard, which I I think it's great. I think it works works, but it just sort of makes me laugh that they like I just kept calling it check all the time. So they're in check. You've been duked. <laughs> You've been duked. <laughs> you got to put on sunglasses before you say that too. Exactly. <laughs> so yes, Duke is a uh, chess, very chess inspired game, um, but it is. I really love this game. We'll get into it more in detail after the description of how to play, but uh, I thought this game was amazing. I like chess, but I thought the Duke was a really great take on the structure of chess. So obviously it's two players. This game comes from the publisher uh, Catalyst Game Labs, and it was designed by Jeremy Holcomb and Stephen McLaughlin, uh, of course from the McLaughlin Group. Uh, No, that's not true. And uh, (laughs) the original game is out of print, I think, because they they redid the game as a uh, they they reprinted it um, as the Duke Lord's Legacy in 2018. So you can get that one. But if you are looking up this game right now and you're like, "What? 125 dollars? Why are they reviewing this?" Well, it's because for some reason the original um, is really hard to get. This one's very easy to get. It comes with the base game, as far as I can tell, and I, I know. There is nothing different. They just did a slight redesign in, in art style and updated okay. the rules, and they included a, a King Arthur expansion to the base game. So <clears throat> there you go. Uh, it, but yeah, it let's get into it. It's slightly different. They replaced five of the tiles. Oh, did they? Oh, okay. I didn't realize. I thought yes. they was pretty much a one-to-one. I, they're, for the most part, very similar. They're, uh, like, I, I looked at it, and the, I can see the... Because I have the original version, and there are a few pieces that are very similar. There's a few that are, like, drastically different, um, but it's it's not a huge change, so... Yeah, okay. All right, well, yeah, okay. I didn't really... Oh, yeah, no, now I'm looking at the page, and I don't know how I missed that. I guess it says five new tiles. Um, I'll, so I'll, I'll, I'll probably get into them a little bit later okay on, yeah but. no i think it's worth because the movements decisions here are really interesting so but yeah let's get into the rules how do, how do you play it i mean if you know chess you're probably very similar familiar with how this goes yeah uh basically so as we mentioned there's just a bunch of little uh wooden tiles that you have uh, most of them will just be placed in your each player's separate bag um other than a the the duke tile and two footmen uh, and the, again this is just the the base game there are variations in the rule book and we might touch on those but um essentially what's going to happen is uh you're playing on a six by six board uh the one person will start and they will start by placing their duke on one of their uh the two center squares that are closest to them and then it will go to the other person and they will do the same uh and then you'll place each of your footmen 
adjacent orthogonally adjacent to your duke uh, one at a time so you'll place one then your opponent will place one and and so on and so forth once you've placed that then the game starts basically that is just the prep work to set up the game uh, and then you start the game on your turn you basically have two options you can either move one of your pieces or you can add a piece uh, by grabbing into the bag and putting it again orthogonally adjacent to your duke uh, to move basically each of the tiles tell you what their movement patterns are uh, so when you look at the piece it has little uh, iconography on it each each piece has a basically a five by five grid with uh, a pawn in the center of it representing the piece itself uh, and then it has a bunch of symbols all around it indicating oh I can move here uh, or I can jump here or I can slide through any of the things here or I can do a jump slide or I can just simply attack from here I don't have to move I can just attack or there are even weirder ones where it's like I can command or and I think there's ones that I I don't even have like it's just dread it's like you can't move any pieces that is in a <laughs> spot that is in that locale it's it's very there's a lot of I think there's like probably eight or ten different types of movesets that they have uh predetermined for for this type of thing but when you make a move after you make the move you will flip over your piece and when you flip over your piece you have a slightly different move set for that piece now so you basically always need to be keeping track of okay if i do this i also after i do that then it's going to have this so which allows for any player at any time to flip over any piece just to see what is on the other side because if you're again it's a strategic game so if you're trying to plan things out you need to know what anything does so you can always be looking at the other side you can't just flip it and do nothing you must move it in order to flip it uh, and and that is basically move it, it depends on the player uh, on the player pieces but that's it the the drawing things out is pretty much, I, I already kind of described it. The only uh, things I left out was when you add the piece, you must always put it on its starting side. Uh, you always know the starting side because it's the one where the pawn has a white background behind it instead of a black background behind it. And we'll always start on that side. Um, if you don't have room orthogonally adjacent to your duke, you can't take this action. Um, and so you usually want to leave some space open for your duke if you're trying to get more things out. Uh, other than that, the game plays until someone uh, captures the other player's duke. Much like in chess, you don't actually capture it, I don't think. Or maybe you do, I can't remember. But I never actually do that part of it. Uh, basically, you're trying to put them in, as, as you would say in chess, in checkmate, essentially. And so if you can get the duke into a position where they can't get out of it or they can't put something in front of it uh, and you can use the drawing tiles out of a bag to put something in front of it uh, if if that would help but there are certain times where that will not help and so as soon as someone can do that that player wins and the other player loses and that is pretty much the entire game did i miss anything um no i think that's pretty much it yeah it's i mean Basically, if you think of chess, it's pretty much chess, except the pieces have variable abilities that they flip back and forth between. And that's, that's yeah, <laughs> that's the short version. And they're, and they're way more complicated movements. It's just like, yes. okay, yeah. so this one's going to move diagonally one or diagonally two, but it would jump in the two direction. But it can also attack in a horse-type pattern uh, in two directions. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, and that's I on mean, this side. Sound- if you flip it over, it's completely different. <laughs> <laughs> right. Now we can just move forward. Um, yeah, no, it sounds more complicated than it really is. I mean, the tiles do a really good job, or the art design does a really good job of making the movements very clear on the tiles. You're always allowed to take up a tile that you might be using in a future turn or your opponent might be using in a future turn and look at the other side just to see what their flip side would do once they move. So that's <clears throat> that's really a nice part of the game is you it's very clear. Like it's the tiles are big enough where it's easy to reference them from just the viewpoint on the table. And then if you want to flip them over you can just quickly take a look and see what they do before they're moved or before your enemy moves them. Um, so yeah, I think even though there's a lot of move options, it's very clear. And then as you get used to the game, you'll, your reference will be a lot quicker. I mean, you'll, you'll definitely be checking and rechecking your, your, uh, like what things do. Cause a couple times I forgot, um, uh, what something did in the last game I lost. Actually, it wasn't that I forgot what the thing did. I forgot which direction it was facing because that's the other thing about the game is you're oriented. Your army is always oriented running towards your opponent and your opponent's army is always oriented running towards you so it's not like they're going to turn to the right and then your knight's going to run to the right and his moves are based on to the right of the board they're always oriented one way and so pieces can potentially get stuck that is possible because some pieces can't move backwards um, so that's something that you have to be aware of. But anyway, what I was going to say is one the way I lost the last game is I knew um, what the uh, pikeman did, but I totally forgot. Or no, it was the light horse. I forgot what direction Shelley was facing. And so I thought I was because I, I had one on the board, too, that I've been playing with. And so I was used to flipping mine and then doing what it did in her direction, going her way, because basically when you flip it, it can go attack or go or move diagonally on both directions. Uh, and I was like, haha, when I move it here, or when she moves that one, which I know she will, she'll flip it, and then she's going to be stuck because she can't move towards me. But of course she could because that's the way it was facing. And so basically I just put my duke right in its way. <laughs> and uh, I was like, oh, crap, I trapped myself. <laughs> so anyway, th- it's just little things like that to remember. But it actually that's what makes this game so fun is there is a slight learning curve, but it's not that bad. But just the dynamic feel of this game is really exciting. I really love this game. I had been kind of dragging my feet. We've been talking about doing this one for a while. And I looked at it before and was like, oh, that's interesting. And I, I saw a two-player game. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah. And I dragged my I feet. I feel like I've on- brought this game up a lot whenever we yeah, talk about yeah. the two-player games. I always like, well, I'm the Duke. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, 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 the Duke. Got it. Okay, whatever. <laughs> but I'm so glad we did pull the trigger on it because this game is amazing. I love chess, but I also get bored with chess pretty easily um, because, you know, chess has been around for thousands of years. And if you do play it, you could definitely play it for fun. But you also, if you play it for a while, there's, you know, the opening moves of chess are well-worn territory. And so there's and just that, things that... It's the most that, boring part of the game for me. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's just like, do this, do that, do this, do that, do this, that, this, that. Okay, now we're actually playing the game. <laughs> and so it's <laughs> it's rare that you can, like, reinvent anything for a while of the game. And so, um, I mean, you could play around with doing things, but most likely you're going to... It's not going to work. But anyway, the Duke has this really fun feel of this building crescendo and i love the idea and the feel of your army uh growing like basically if you think of it in chess if your king could call reinforcements out (laughs) when it got scared or pieces started dying that was a very unique feel that you start with those three pieces 
and then you can and will over the course of the game regularly be bringing out more of your army to help you and you never know exactly who's going to come to that call and so you've got to uh sometimes it's a perfect piece and sometimes you're like i don't what are you doing here, wizard? I don't need I've, you. <laughs> I have no use for another footman. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened to me. I kept drawing the footman and then the, the pikemen, although the pikemen are pretty useful. Um, so Pike anyway, can it's just, be useful. Unless you're on the other end of the board, then they're utterly useless. <laughs> yes, yeah. Well, and that's another interesting thing, too, as this game uh, is adjacent to chess, is that it's... I think at least it's very beneficial to get your duke moving. Um, some pieces are, you know, you can only place a new piece next to your duke. So if your duke has a lot of pieces next to it, um, you're going to not be able to place a new piece. But even if it doesn't have a lot, you might not want to place a new piece because then you could trap your duke within your pieces. And moving him into the board creates options for pieces that can move backwards and are more dynamic than just straight running down the line. And so my duke uh, was actually running all over the place and was a very useful piece to use, which I thought was uh, really cool as part of the design. Even though he's the linchpin of your winning or lose or <laughs> you're losing the game, he definitely gets yeah. in the mix. Yeah, I, I think one of the other things I like is in, in chess... The king has like the wimpiest moveset. He can only move one space away from himself, yeah. including diagonally. Whereas in this game, they made him a bit stronger just because you know it's a tighter it's a tighter area. So it's if if he could only move one space, it'd be like, well, that's that's kind of dooming him. He basically his moveset is always moving anywhere horizontally or vertically. And that's or as in one side he can move horizontally, on the flip side he can move vertically. And so he'll always just be going, oh, I'm going anywhere to the left or to the right. And then after that, I can go anywhere up or down. And then so he can zoom across the board all he needs to, which yeah. opens up what he can do, which is really nice. Because there are definitely times, I think the last game I played where I was I was in basically, I wasn't in, I wasn't about to be duped as I was <laughs> as I usually <laughs> said but I was very close to it there was a threats all over me and I'm it and I'm like I gotta get my duke out of here I can either move it I can't move it there I can't move it like there were like four of the six spaces that I could not take and I'm like all right, right. if I go here I'll probably die if I go here I might make it out alive and <laughs> <laughs> so it it's just it's really interesting and it, it's way you can as 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 Chuck pointed out you can use it as a threat a lot of times. There are so many times where it's just like, oh, if I just move my duke here, now I'm challenging his duke and he has to waste his turn moving it out of the way type of thing. And so it's much more of a, a useful piece than the, the king was, whereas in, in chess, it's just like, all right, I just, just protect it and hope hope nothing bad happens. Whereas this, the duke actually is very, very useful. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's uh, yeah. Think of a rook. Basically, he has the rook's powers, <clears throat> um, but uh, it, yeah, like you said, between turns, it's going to be different. Which we can go, which direction he can do. But yeah, I I uh, I love that feeling, and it made it. it it's kind of like like there's there's. I can't imagine all chess players are going to love this game, but I think if you like chess, you're going to like this game. But it made me feel, man, I wish this is how chess was. <laughs> just the fact that, you're, like you yeah. said, your king is so disappointing in the game. He just basically is running away. Protect me! Protect me! I'm your king! <laughs> and this game is like, <laughs> I'm getting in the mix! And he really is a powerful piece uh, that you use quite a bit, or at least I think uh, you can yeah. use quite a bit. But most likely you're probably going to use him a fair amount. Um yeah. So yeah, let's talk a little bit more about the the moves. So you mentioned that there's like eight to ten uh, move 
options. In the base base game, I think it's only uh, six because I think there's move, jump, uh, move. And then jump slide, which is like no, and it's like normally like chess where you, if you have just a regular move option, it has to be unobstructed. So you can't just move and jump things across the board. It still has to be unobstructed. But there is a jump and move. Basically, you can jump pieces and then do your movement. Like if you can move all the way across the board, like a rook does, you there's pieces where you can jump and then move all the way across the board if there's something in your way. Uh, and then uh, there's capture, which is or uh, no, I'm sorry, uh, what's it called? It's the ranged. Uh, strike. strike. I think it's strike. Yeah, um, and so that's the fifth action here, and that is awesome because it is a ranged attack, and so there are several characters that can hit someone from a, a distance. Uh, like we like we said, the pikeman. One side of the pikeman has it. There's a bow. Uh, the bowman character. He can shoot people from a distance, and so how that works is your piece won't move, but there are on the display of how your piece, what your piece can do, it'll have these like little uh, star icons, and that means that they can shoot at a piece from that uh, th that are on those squares and knock them out of the game. But they won't move. Their piece will flip to their secondary action or their alternative action, but they won't move. That was really interesting too. So that creates this huge dynamic or this huge. Um, set of options for defense and attack as well and suddenly your pieces are covering this really interesting area you know a lot of times in chess you're setting up certain pieces to like sort of control these areas so having this control option where your piece doesn't move was really really interesting i haven't figured out how to use that ideally but i really like the the feel of it uh and then the last one that's on the base set is command and command is basically you can take a character uh, that'll be a little, a little symbol on your piece and you can take a character that's in that square and move it to another command square that is also referenced on your piece. So basically you can put things out of or take things out of harm's way or you can put someone um, into harm's way, I guess, or into a more ideal position on your turn using another piece. And that just, you would use that probably... You can, you can even... Yeah, go ahead. You can even use it to capture another piece as well. Yeah, yeah. So you'd use it if there's like up, like if you're, I, and I forget the ones that use command, but there's several. Um, but let's say you have a piece that has command and it can't get to, or let's say there's a piece that's trying to capture, but it within its move set, it can't get to that piece. But within, uh, but it can grab another character and command it to put it over there to get to that piece. Um, so anyway, it's it's a it's a it's a function I haven't used very much because I haven't found it that useful, but it's there and it's a very interesting option. So, have you used command much? I, I use it. I've used it a few times. Um, usually, when I see it, I'm just like, oh god. But there are some times where it's. I, in fact, the last game I used it, uh, and it was it was the turning point of the game. Basically, I was able to move my one of my assassin pieces into a better location to put more of a threat. Uh, and then capture like three pieces, and then I got uh, I basically won the game after like three moves after that. So it was oh, nice. it's huge because um, it allows you. Because there are so many times where I'm sitting there going, God, if I could just move this piece one space back, this would be so much better. Right. Uh, and if you have the pieces in the right spots, like the the piece that I used was the general on it. On one side, he has like five spots that have a command location so i was able to move him from just to the left of me to just behind me which uh opened open things up yeah oh, cool a bit more so yeah i as yeah. i play this more I i'm think really the, the other piece is the uh -huh. the countess oh yeah for me it's the duchess 
Yeah, I think on the uh, do you have the commander in the base game? Uh, I'm trying. I think that's the equivalent. I don't think there's the general in the new version. I think I have no idea what the commander is. Okay, yeah, I, this does not sound familiar <laughs> at all. I, it doesn't even sound familiar from what I've seen of your version. Uh, maybe I'm thinking of. The, maybe I'm using the wrong word. Um, Marshall. That's what I it think is. You the Marshall. Yeah. Sorry. The Marshall. Yes, I have the Marshall. Okay. So because I don't think the general made it into the new version. So that's interesting. So the Marshall is. Is no, the general did make it into the new version. He did? Oh, yeah. No, he did. There I'm he is. Sure. Hi, man. He just didn't come there up in is. my place. <laughs> I did research. <laughs> I'm still getting to know the names of these pieces. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, anyway, yeah. So there's this. those are the main ones you're going to use in the base game. And the other ones are expansions that are going to pop up. And specifically, like the Arthur expansion has, I believe, all of the, uh, the other actions within the characters uh and they're really cool i have not played the arthur expansion yet but it just it's very interesting like defense means basically that you can block um attacks on certain sides so there is uh mordred one of the characters in the arthur expansion has the on one of the sides of his tile on either side of him you cannot attack him um straight so you can attack him diagonally and from the top and the bottom uh but you can't like if you have pieces that even are allowed to attack him, they can't because he's got a defense. So that's really interesting. So he's kind of like a tank on that one side. But then he flips. If he moves, he flips, and suddenly he's more vulnerable. So, uh, it, yeah, this game is just great. I really, really enjoyed it. We had a great time playing it. I, I expect to play this game a lot in the future. And it's just so fun to experiment and play the the pieces with knowing how their abilities shift is so interesting it's really interesting because there's times where you'll have a piece in a perfect position and it's blocking or it's it's um attacking and honing it or sort of cornering the the duke or i had this great setup the last game that i forgot which way the stupid uh light horse was facing <laughs> and i lost but i had blocked shelly into this position where she, her duke could only move horizontally where at the time and she only had two or three spaces that she could land in. And I was just kind of like trying to get her, <laughs> I was slowly getting her into position. And, but I, I, you know, there's some pieces you can't move because if I move that piece, suddenly they're not doing what I want them to do and keeping her in position. They have more options and they're blocking other squares, but it's not exactly what I want. So you've got to, you know, that's, that's where you consider bringing out another uh, tile. Um, so anyway, it's just the, just the decisions of this game are really exciting, and they change dynamically. And no game is going to be exactly the same because as the pieces come out, they're going to come out in certain orders. There are going to be times where you just straight up sacrifice a piece because you need to. And I have done that several times where I'm just like, all right, well, <laughs> sorry, Countess, you're dead. Uh, I don't have a. I need to. I need to take a piece out. You're not the one I wanted, and so I'm going to sacrifice you to block me because I'm being duked right now. <laughs> So, <laughs> so anyway, each game is very dynamically different, which is also just a huge fun take on chess. Is that it's just very, very different and exciting. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So I'll, I, you've, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, I, I enjoy this, and the the best thing about it is my wife enjoys it just as much. Oh, nice. Um, she hates chess. Yeah, she, and she always says, "I I hate chess because I don't know what they mo- the moves are," and I'm like, "Well." Each piece only has like one move, and there's only like nine different pieces. So, 
You know, other than the pawn, I guess, has two different moves because it can attack differently. But, I mean, there, there's not that many moves it can do. But this one, she's like, well, I can see it. It's all right there. So she she really enjoys the Duke. Yeah. Um, I, I've, I've played chess with her maybe twice. And it doesn't go that well, mainly because partly she's not enjoying it. And two, it's kind of it's kind of a pushover because it's like I'm. I'm always in a winning position because right. she she's not enjoying it, so she's not putting like her full attention into it, and she doesn't really understand everything that's going on. Yeah. Whereas with this, like she is, we are in the last game we played. It was a brain burner. We were going at it. She had me like completely <laughs> surrounded. Like she had gotten rid of all my pieces and brought two. Like it was a, like a four against two game. Oh, that's then awful. a five against two game. And I'm like, oh, oh god, no. this is going so badly. But I was able to recover like I was able to get some moves in there and then she made a few missteps here where she like I think she moved one of her pieces and I'm like oh well just take that piece and she's like oh I missed that I like because there's so much going on yeah so there are times and and then there were like three other times where she's like oh I'll just do this and then she's like wait a minute and she's like no no I'm not falling for that again I'm like dang it I almost had another free piece yeah yeah that the the uh, yeah, I think I I'm, I can't remember if you mentioned this or not, but uh, that's the other thing to bring up though is your bag, your draw bag is your army, and so once your army is drawn, you have no more pieces to grab, so you can run out of pieces to grab, and at that point you don't lose the game, you just have no more options to reinforce your army. Yeah, and so you. I don't think I've ever gotten to that point. Have you? Uh, no, no. I mean, I've gotten close, but no, not not to that point. There's always been some tiles in the bag for sure. I don't. Yeah, I, that would be one heck of a game if it got that long. I've had really short games. Yeah, I think like the there were. I think we played three games in a row once where I, we played and like five moves in, I won, and then the next game, five moves in, she won. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, man, we are really bad at watching when our duke is trapped, aren't we? Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's. It's a. Uh, yeah, anyway, it's just great. I, I could sing the praises more and more, but let's get into more of the uh, the direct details. Oh, well, before we do that, yeah, so you guys have... How long have you had this game? You have the original version, so where did you first come across the Duke? Uh, I mean, I'd seen it. I think I saw it in a, a video. It was... Um, God, who... the? I always forget his name. Rodney? Rodney. Yeah. The Watch It Played guy. I saw him do a thing on it, and I'm like, oh, that looks interesting. I, I'd like to to try that sometime. And I think I put it on a wish list, and my wife got it for me at, at some time slightly after that. And so we've been playing it for, God, I feel like five-ish years now. Nice. So. Um, yeah, I, I'm so glad we did this. It's definitely become a staple of ours. But all right, let's get into the nitty-gritty of taking it out. So uh, taking this game out, this is going to be a really good game to take out. <clears throat> the tiles are wood, but they are lacquered, so you don't have to really worry about, you know, abuse of, you know, getting – I wouldn't dip them in water or anything, but <laughs> they're going to stand up to a lot of abuse, I would assume. I guess you can be a testament to that since you've had your game so much. Is your game still holding up? <laughs> Perfectly. No, no there is nothing wrong with my game. Budging of the uh, the print uh, on one side or the other of the tiles as you <laughs> sweatily grip no, them. Not. <clears throat> At one point in time, we nearly lost one of the pieces, but other than that, oh, uh, it, it's it's fine. It's it's hard to lose these pieces. Uh, what happened was, I think one of the pieces fell into my wife's purse, uh, and we got it back. And I'm like, oh wait, there's like 
we we were on a trip somewhere. So it was like we were, we had gone to the coast. We'd lost a piece, and we come back, and I'm like, I'm missing a piece, oh, and no. it was driving me nuts. Yeah, I like ordered replacement. <laughs> like they have blank pieces that you can order, and you can just make your own pieces. So I made replacement pieces, and I like mimicked it to like like the exact you could barely tell it was a re, <laughs> like a reconstruction and then like 2 days after I'd made the, like ordered it you know got it in the mail made the reconstruction 2 days after I'd done that she's like oh I, I found, found it, it in my purse <laughs> <laughs> there it is that's funny <laughs> but other than that it's still it's holding up it's holding up just fine yeah this game feels like i mean anything that was actual wood is going to ha- hold up quite well so uh, it feels like it's it's quite durable. So um, the only thing yeah. that's I, I've se- uh-huh. I've seen some comments online saying that <clears throat> sorry uh, I've seen some comments online saying that some of the pieces can not be quite lacquered as much or they're slightly like bent. Uh, uh, I haven't seen any of that. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, but, it is a natural product, yeah. and so you never know. Um, in my experience with my my purchase, I think especially with the reprint, I would assume that. some of those issues are less with that maybe because you know it's it's a natural product wood is not plastic it's not the same (laughs) everywhere you cut it but i do think it seems like they do seem to try to make an effort on having your pieces be as uniform as possible and um as flat as straight as possible mine are perfect so uh, i hope that's not a, a common issue but um so the 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 pieces are the wood pieces are very well made the play board um, is a six by six grid of, and it's just a, it's a smaller, it's, you know, chess is eight by eight, but like it's even smaller than that. Like the tile area is smaller, I'd say, than a standard, each square is smaller than a standard chess board square. So it's even less space than a checkers or chess style board because it has less, smaller grid, but also because the, uh, um, the square size is, is smaller, but it's perfect for the game. It's big enough where you can see the movements on the pieces, but small enough where it's still not hogging the table. So clearly, if you're thinking table space, think any board where you are going to need it between you, of course, um, and it's just going to sit right between you. You both are going to have your bag of your draw bag, but your active pieces are always going to be on the board. You're going to have a growing pile somewhere. It doesn't really matter where uh, of dead pieces or pieces that have been eliminated and that's pretty much it so it you know yeah that's really really easy to play and bring out i think this lends itself great to taking out and also just the feel of this game man i wish i like i just as soon as we started playing i was like oh yeah i could totally see taking this out to the bar and hanging out and just playing a few games of this and chatting and talking and uh having a great time also or eating restaurant would work well too so i think this is a great game for that yeah, we I, every time I've played it, we've taken it out somewhere, and it's it's great. I've I've enjoyed every single game I've played. Yeah, um, let's see. Um, the art style. I mean, art like we talked about this before. It's it's pretty abstract. Each piece is is just going to be words, a symbol to identify it, which is kind of cool. I actually appreciated that where it wasn't just the movement. They could have made the movement. Um, explanation on each side bigger and foregone the symbol of it but I I like that I mean it is a medieval war game and you kind of um, like to identify your pieces the name of them is written on the bottom and then on on the side is a symbol so the bowman has a bow and an arrow the pikeman has a pike the wizard has a, a little wand the countess has a 
necklace. Um, the general has some sort of staff. <laughs> so it, I like that though. I like that touch. I thought that was really cool and made it feel it. It 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 felt kind of like a, an old game that could have been designed in that time period. Like it's a very basic icon to simplify each piece. And so I, I I like that a lot. I think that does well to the feel of the game. Um, but other than that, there's really not any art. <laughs> so the yeah. the except except for the cover and maybe some some uh, environmental art or some uh, background art. Yeah, some on, some somewhere. some reference sheets that you put next to it. Maybe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so it just it just feels uh, very simple and abstract, but not so abstract that I don't know. There's something a good balance I think they did with the with the design. Like I I really like that icon. And the movement set next to it, it makes it it makes it look interesting on the table, and it also gives it a little bit of character than just having here's what this piece does <laughs> uh, that they could have done. So anyway, really good art, but basic art. And um, let's see what else. I'm trying to think of anything else. I mean, outside of that, the game is pretty straightforward and simple. It's uh, yeah, table space. Yeah, good. I mean that. That, that's about as I table space is good honestly the board might be a little bit big for some situations you're not going to play it on a tiny cafe table or it's going to take up the whole thing yeah but uh i mean i i took it out to a restaurant and there was just enough room to fit some plates on either side and you know you can move it off to the side if need be it, yeah i think it, it's it's fine yeah yeah Pretty dynamic. I'm a pretty. It's good. Flexible and using like shifting around it, you know. But of course, as any head-to-head game, you're gonna need it <laughs> in between you <laughs> somehow. Uh, but yeah, so that's uh, the high high marks for taking it out. High high marks for just the vibe of taking it out. It is as you get farther into the game, you you might not get to the brain burner that Alex experienced, but you are gonna start having to think more and more about your turns as your options get limited and you start getting more and more into it. But throughout most of the game, even then, you're still gonna have a it's still going to feel like you're going to be talking. You're going to be watching what they're doing. You're going to be commenting it. So I, I really love the feel of the back and forth of this game where it's not so serious that you've got to focus all your energy. There's still a, a sense of excitement and, and fun within the game yeah. throughout the entire play. That is really engaging. Especially when you're just like, oh, all right, if I can just draw the right piece right, right now. Yeah. And, and <laughs> I am calling to my aid. Uh, oh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> the wizard again <laughs> I kept getting the wizard <laughs> there's only one wizard I know I know I know I'd only got him once it's true but I kept I brought him on I, the wizard is his power is very wizard like but it's it's almost like a little too crazy sometimes <laughs> like it's just like I can go here haha I can go over there and then <laughs> I could never use him very well <laughs> um, so he died a horrible death but uh yeah, okay, let's see. Would your mom like this game? I'm going to say no. I think it's a little too abstract and a little too close to chess for your mom. I'm assuming your mom is not a chess fan. Uh, no, my mom is not a chess fan. And no, no, she probably would not like that. There's, I think there's just too much going on yeah. for her. It's just like, wait, I have to read all this stuff on the board. And uh, and plus, it's again, it's a, it's a made-to-be-a-one-on-one game. And... I don't know. There's only so much in, in excitement you can have going in a one-on-one game, right? So, right. As I knock knock over a bunch of pieces on my side, <laughs> I'll show you excitement. Ha ha! Um, yeah, that's that's the most excitement uh, my mom would get out of the game right there. <laughs> 
Yes, uh, so that makes sense. But uh, all right, who's this for? We talked about it a little bit. If you are into strategy games and abstract strategy games, uh, specifically chess or even checkers, I, mean, I don't know if, you, if you're a passive checkers player, then you're, you're probably going to really like this game. Uh, I could see some people who are hardcore chess people kind of raising their nose at this game because of what it does with some of the ideas of chess. But I think it's, if nothing else, really interesting uh, take on that style of play. And I think any gamer would be really interested on what this does with the baseline of a very ancient game and making it feel amazingly fresh and fun to play. Uh, what else? What else could you think lends itself to people? Obviously, I mean, two-player games. Mainly, game I think of it as if you're looking for like an abstract game that isn't so... I don't know the best way to put this. Most abstract games, it's like okay, it's it's the the simplest game to learn, but you know it takes yeah. ages to master. Where it's like, oh, I can do these three things, and that's basically it. I can move, I can move one space, or I can add this one thing, or and everything is basically the same, but it's doing it in a very strategic way. This game is more of a yes, it's very simple. You either move or you add, but the variability on all the pieces brings it more to life. It's it's less abstract, I guess, than most abstract games. Because ab most abstract games are, again, very simple, very regimented. This one's a bit more, okay, This it, they could do any of these wild things. And when it flips over, it does all these different wild things. So it's, I don't know, I, I like that idea of it. I, not that I don't like games where it's like very, you know, okay, I you know if I can I can think this out 18 moves ahead whereas this game it's really hard to do that because you don't know what's going to come out of the bag yeah, any type of movement you're really going to have to look at the flip side of the tile so it's a lot harder to think that many moves ahead so I think that that is what I like about the game and I think that's what if anyone is looking for a game that's kind of like an abstract game but adds a bit more flavor I think that is what this game is for. Yeah, I totally agree. It feels much more alive than a lot of abstract games, which can get pretty dry. And they're fun, but it's pretty dry. <laughs> um, so, yeah, people who um, wouldn't like the game, I guess that's just the inverse of all of that. And obviously, if you're not into two-to-player head-to-head games, this is not going to be something you might enjoy. But I, I think it's unique and original enough that I would, I think we both highly recommend you at least try it, or or if you can get your hands on it. And it's easy to get right now, the, the, the newer version. Um, I, I just, I just see this as a go-to game for a lot of people. And I think it fits right into the wheelhouse of our taking out, uh, series. It's just, it, it ticks so many boxes perfectly. So, um, I, I don't think, I, I can't think of anything else that would really send people running to the hills outside of, I don't know if you have an allergy to wood or lacquer, <laughs> maybe <laughs> that's a good one to keep you away from this one. <laughs> I have to wear gloves when I play the game <laughs> and a mask. And a full body suit. <laughs> but I love it. It's my favorite game. I would play nothing else. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I don't know. Pretty open game. I, I, pretty A lot of a lot of uh, reasons to check it out. Very few to like run away from it. But I think the biggest one is if you're not a two-player gamer. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, great. I, I don't think we can say much else about the, the Duke. But I it's a really high recommend. And I think you guys should definitely check this one out. Like I think Alex said it perfectly about it. it takes abstract games and really makes that feel more exciting um, and alive in in this game. I was super surprised about how how the feel of the game was more it was way less not dry at all in fact and in, in my experience and 
And so I think you guys are really going to enjoy playing the uh, with these pieces and figuring out how the movements can fall into a strategy. Um, and uh, yeah, that is the Duke or the Duke Lord's Legacy, which I wonder what the legacy is now. I'm now it's a mystery. What's the legacy? I don't know, which is weird because now legacy games are like a completely different thing. Right. So when yeah. they added that, I'm just like, wait, is there a legacy component? There's no legacy component. <laughs> I don't know how they would do legacy with this game because it is abstract. It's not like you're going to get to know these characters. <laughs> All right. Now rip the piece in half. It's wood. <laughs> My... <laughs> so Come on. We're all waiting. I don't know why you have a crowd for this two-player game. <laughs> a two-player legacy game. This is unsatisfying. Um, all right. Well, yes, that is the Duke Lord's Legacy. We hope you guys liked it. Definitely check this one out. Uh, let us know what your thoughts are. And to do that, you can get on to Instagram and Twitter. Have we changed those to be the same yet, or are they still an exciting I tr- puzzle? I, tr- I, tr- I, tr- I tried to. I think I have to do it on a computer, because when I try and do it on my phone, it's just like, what? What are you talking about? I don't <laughs> have that option. do it, man. Stop it. <laughs> All right. All right. So you don't want to change that. <laughs> Why would you? So on uh, on Twitter, it's chits and chat. And on uh, um, Instagram, it's chits and chat. That's chits and chat. Yes. Yeah, so hit us up on either of those. And also you can go to our podcast hosting page, eavesdrop.com, E-A-S-E dash D-R-O-P dot com. Uh, the chits and chat. Just scroll down to chits and chat, click on us, and then we have a comment form you can fill out and shoot us a, uh, a message there. And we'd love to hear from you guys. We are one episode away from doing our summation from the current games we've played, I believe. Yes. Because this is the 24th, so next will be 25th. All right. Sweet. So yeah, we'll, we'll be a summation. 25 games that we have recommended to you guys and then after that we are going to do our summation of our top five individual choices on what we think are the most ideal games to take out so i'm excited for that and i'm excited to see what our next game is right before that too so we'll uh we'll get to that next week and we hope to, uh, that you guys join us so we'll see you then Duke. you've been duped <laughs> i walked over your line go ahead say it again who's been duped <laughs> You've been doing There we go. <laughs> wow. <laughs>